Hello, scholars, and welcome back to Black Study Snacks, where we give you bite-sized knowledge for hungry, melanated minds. My name is Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, and professor of Black Studies and entrepreneurship, and I'm excited for y'all to join me for episode two. In episode two, what we're going to do is we're going to answer three questions, all right? How many? One, three questions. <laughs> First question, where was Black Studies founded? Second question, who helped found black studies and last but not least what jobs are available for people who decide to explore and dive into black studies are you ready are your minds hungry well let's get snacking all right welcome back y'all so you will see me occasionally look down i'm looking at my notes because although this is a podcast this is also a class this is a classroom and I want to make sure that y'all are getting the best, most accurate information possible. So in case I'm not always looking directly at the camera, you know what's happening. All right. Whether it's this one, this one what we're doing is trying to make sure that we give you all the best content possible and increase the access to black studies. That's what Black Study Snacks is all about. Now, diving right into it, black studies, right? The study of black people, or the study of the African-American experience didn't just pop up out of nowhere. Right. According to the Handbook of Black Studies written by Dr. Malefi Asante, the journey of black studies or Africana studies began in the Nile Valley with the ancient kingdoms of Kemet. But we cannot count that as the official star of black studies because it wasn't institutionalized yet. All right. Now, it continued to develop. Right. The the studies of the black experience continued to be incubated with the Harlem Renaissance the new Negro movement with sociologists like Elaine Locke and W.E.B. Du Bois. But again, at that point, it still wasn't institutionalized in the colleges. It's not until the protests and fights of athletes, educators and students in the 1960s, which is when we finally see black studies emerge and truly begin to be recognized as a subject of study in the academy all throughout America. Now, the 1960s was a powerful time for America, right? We're talking about the civil rights movement leading up into the Black Panther Party. The Black Power Movement was spreading all across America. And there were students and educators alike that were demanding a curriculum that reflected the depth and the diversity of the Black experiences and the Black contributions. So I got a question for you. Where do you think Black studies started? Right. If you had to take a guess out of all the colleges in America, where would you think black studies get its start? All right now, some people may guess New York, right, because of Harlem. Some people may guess Atlanta because today it's the modern day Mecca. But the first official black studies program was established in 1968 at San Francisco State University. Dr. Nathan Hare, a sociologist educator and a radical thinker was hired to build the first black studies program at San Francisco State. The protests at San Francisco State, Brandeis University, University of California at Santa Barbara and other colleges all throughout the nation led to a rise of ethnic studies departments, which have become fixtures on college campuses. And today if you go to most community colleges, you go to most four-year universities, private schools, public institutions, and even some high schools throughout California, you will see ethnic studies or black studies 
being offered. And that's greatly thanks to our scholars and educators throughout the 1960s. Now, let's, let's give a little background on, you know, one of the, the founders of Black Studies, specifically at San Francisco State, and that's Dr. Nathan Ayer. He started his academic career at Howard University, which is a HBCU or historically black university in Washington, D.C. He started there in 1961 as an assistant professor of sociology. But all right, he was later let go because of his heavy involvement with the black power movement and specifically with how he was working with students at Howard University. Howard University, right, or, or HU, right? Shout out to all the Howard graduates. I, I didn't have the pleasure, but I know y'all do the, the HU thing. <laughs> but Howard University, by no coincidence, was the first university to offer African studies as a Master of Arts degree in 1953 and as a PhD or a doctoral degree in 1969. Black studies or Africana studies would not get that same honor until Temple University, led by Dr. Malefi Asante, would create the first doctoral program for Africana or Black Studies in 1988. Now, before we move on to discuss some jobs that you may be able to get with a Black Studies or Africana Studies degree, I got a question for y'all. What do you think, right, from your perspective, from where you sit as a scholar, what is the difference between Black Studies and African studies, right? We're talking black studies versus African studies. Just go ahead and think about that for a little bit before I give you my answer. What do you think the difference between these two subjects are going to be? African studies will focus on the ancient to modern history, politics, religions, economy, culture, and languages across the continent of Africa. And it's very many diverse ethnic groups, right? Whereas black studies or African-American studies will focus on the experience and contributions of the African-American starting from around the transatlantic slave trade all the way through modern day times. Both fields are important and both fields have empowered me to become the best version of myself, learn more about who I am, who my ancestors were, and be more confident in myself as both a black man in America and a global African. This podcast, Black Study Snacks, will focus largely on black studies and the experience of the African-American within America and our contributions. But we do plan to in future seasons to also cover some African studies. So uh, y'all stay tuned. Now, speaking of the future, let's talk about what one can do right as a, as a career after you study black studies. First, we'll go over five general fields you might be able to go into after you graduate. Then we'll narrow it down and talk about five specific jobs and salaries that you'll be able to get. And then I'll, I'll probably sprinkle in my own two cents just because that's, that's kind of what I do. All right. So let's start off first. Education. Right. From teaching in schools to shaping the minds and perspectives in the classroom. With the background in black studies, you are equipped to go into a career within being a teacher. Right. Whether it's K through 12, whether that's teaching at the community college level private school, tutoring, helping with homeschooling, co-ops, you can definitely go into the field of education. Number two is being a community advocate, right? Advocates, social workers use their knowledge to uplift and support the African-American community and really any community that needs that empathetic ear and someone that can advocate on your behalf for your needs as a student and as a person. Number three on the list is museum curatorship, right? So this is 
Imagine being able to curate powerful exhibits that tell the stories of black history and black culture from large nationally recognized museums like the Smithsonian to maybe a smaller neighborhood museum that you and a, com a couple other educators and passionate black history enthusiasts were able to create. You can even start your own business where you have a mobile black history truck or exhibit that you do throughout black history and other times of the year. Something to think about. Number four on the list is public policy. Black study graduates can influence and create policies that address racial inequalities and promote social justice. Right now, a hot topic is going to be reparations. You as a black studies graduate probably best at sitting at that table and talking with economists and other public policy makers on what's just and what's fair for the African diaspora or for the African-American in earning reparations. Number five, last but not least, is the field of journalism. Reporters, writers with a Black Studies background can offer some nuanced and informed perspectives in their storytelling from sports to celebrity gossip to movies and media. I think having that historical context of black studies will give you a very different lens as a journalist. All right, great. So we just went through some very broad examples of fields or industries that you could go into with a black studies or Africana studies degree. Now, I know there's some folks out there that that want the specifics. Right. I want the job titles. <laughs> I want to know exactly how much money I'm going to make per year. Don't worry. Those very specific people. We got you. Here are five jobs from ZipRecruiter. A black studies scholar would be qualified for and their salaries. All right. So get into it. Number one, we have African-American policy forum professional. This is making one hundred and nine thousand dollars per year. Number two, we have a organizational studies specialist. All right. You will be breaking in ninety four thousand dollars a year. Number three, the job that I would probably apply for is the African-American studies faculty. Right. And being faculty, you could earn up to eighty six thousand dollars per year. And that's not including the extra books that you might do, extra research and grants that you might break in or bring in because of your research specialty. Number four on this list, we have leadership within the university staff, right? This is the chancellor. This is a vice president, a president, an associate vice chancellor. You are in the leadership position at colleges across America, making a difference for all students. This starts you at about $86,000 per year as well. And last but not least, number five, probably the most Eh, maybe the most popular on this list is because it's kind of it's a very flexible position is a communications manager. This can be doing social media. This can be helping to write magazines. This can be working for one person. Right. Maybe it's a celebrity or a uh, athlete or this can be working for a big corporation like Forbes, Ebony, Tyler Perry Studios, Play Black Wall Street, anything like that. This average salary is going to range from $65,000 a year to $133,000 per year. Now, if you ask me, and I think if you're listening to this podcast, I would assume you are okay with me sharing my opinion here and there. I think there are some exciting fields that a Black Studies scholar can add value to that are also 
future proof might be the wrong word, right? Future proof might be the wrong word, but I think they are showing an upward trend in opportunities. All right. Now, before I spill the tea and I reveal the three industries that I think black studies can really add value to make sure wherever you're watching this YouTube video, you like and subscribe to our channel. If you are just listening to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, definitely make sure you, again, you like and subscribe to the podcast. Every little bit helps, as y'all know, with the algorithm, every like, every subscription, every follow helps us get this message to more people. And we appreciate your support. Now, getting back into it, in my personal opinion, Here's three industries I think black studies can add a lot of value to that are currently underrated. Number one is going to be the gaming industry. Two is going to be ethics around artificial intelligence, right? Chat GPT and AI has been in almost everything that we've been touching and working with over the past six months to a year. But we need to figure out what's going to be the ethics and philosophy behind these artificial intelligence machines. And I think black studies or black studies scholars can definitely add value in that field. Last but not least, the field of marketing or communications more broadly is another one that I think can really use the lens of black studies, especially as hip hop becomes older and older and it gets infused into almost everything that we see, especially within marketing and communications. I think having black studies scholars helping with marketing and communications can make sure that the use of hip hop stays legitimate and respectful. All right, there it is, scholars. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Black Study Snacks, where we give you bite-sized knowledge for hungry, melanated minds. Today, we answered three questions. One, where was Black Studies founded? And it was founded 1968 at San Francisco State University. We also asked, who helped to build the first Black Studies program? And that's Dr. Nathan Ayer, sociologist, educator, and radical thinker. Lastly, we talked about what are some jobs that you may be able to go into or some general fields, industries that you may be able to support after you studied black studies in your college career. And we went over being an educator, going into public policy, being a teacher of black studies and a couple other opportunities for you. If you got any value out of today's episode, please help us in getting this information to more scholars by sharing it, texting, texting it, tweeting it, sharing it on the gram, any way that you see fit to get it to your friends and family that will get value out of this episode. On our next episode, we will introduce you to the father of black studies. I'm your host, Devon Travell creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, and your professor of Black Studies and entrepreneurship. And if you don't know who the father of Black Studies is, make sure you keep on snacking. Peace.